Okay, what is your name? Alex. Alex, what what's going on? My parents were shot. Your what? My parents were shot. Your parents were shot? Yeah. <laughs> Stay on the line, okay? Alex, how old are you? I'm 14. 14, where are they now? They're in the bathroom. Okay, who shot your parents? I did. excited because I know I am. This is my first time doing this. Uh, So please be patient with me because I am still in the process of learning and trying the best that I can. Alexander Crane was just 14 years old when he shot and killed both of his parents in their home in Collier County, Florida on December 9th, 2010. A little background on Collier It's a county in Naples, Florida. It's pretty populated with a little over 375,000 residents. It's home to the beautiful Everglades National Park, which at that time held the largest tropical wilderness in the United States. In 2010, the crime rate was relatively low, with only 5,924 crimes reported that year. So basically, with... A little over 300,000 residents, that's pretty good. Well, not good, but you know what I mean. The crime rate was not that bad. Despite the crime rate not being bad, it was still home to such a tragic event. The killings of Thomas and Kelly Crane by their 14-year-old son. Thomas Crane was 40 years old and Kelly Crane was 39 years old. Many of their neighbors described the Cranes as your average middle-class family. Thomas owned his own screening and aluminum business in Naples, where his wife Kelly worked as his secretary. They had three children, Nick, Jonathan, and Alex. Alex was the youngest. Alex was a freshman at Palmetto Ridge High School. He was your average teen and everyone who knew all three of the Crane kids described them as pretty good kids. Thomas, Alex's dad, said, quote, he was a good kid, but he had his problems. All kids have problems, end quote. On the morning of December 9th, Alex phoned 911 hysterically confessing to shooting his parents, 
with a rifle in their two-story home on 47th Avenue. The phone call lasted a little over 16 minutes. Here's more audio from that call. Okay, stay on the line with me, okay? Okay. Get you some help. Was this an incident? How did this happen, sweetie? I don't know. You don't know? First thing I was sleeping, the next thing I know, it got in my hand, my hands on the ground. Okay. <laughs> Is there anyone else in the house with you, sweetie? Oh, you gotta hurry. Huh? You gotta hurry. Well, I'm not okay. Are they breathing? I don't know. Can you go check for me? We're gonna help you, okay, sweetie? We're gonna help you. Where did you shoot your parents at? In the bathroom. Okay, well, when you shot your parents, where did you shoot it? Did you hurt, where did the gunshots land? What? You shot your parents, right? Where did you yeah. shoot them at? When you shot them, where did, the, where did they hit them at? I, I hit my dad in the shoulder, and I don't know where I hit my mom. Okay, can you let, try to call your dad? Let me know if he's responding to you. What? Call your dad. Is he gonna, is he answering you? Dad! 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 Oh. Okay, we're on the way, Alex. Where's the gun now? It's in the bathroom. Okay. What are you doing? I don't know why I did it. Okay. I'm go we're going to help you. Okay, were you and your parents arguing? No. No? Okay. You said you were sleeping and you woke up with the gun in your hand? that he sounds scared. Not knowing what to do next, you can hear the operator ask Alex if his parents are still breathing, to which he responds, quote, I don't know, end quote. She later asks him, were you and your parents arguing? So why did Alex kill his parents? To this day, no clear motive has been revealed. I mean, Alex was your normal teen, but at times, dealing with his parents did become a bit too much for him. Whenever Alex broke the rules, he got grounded, as any normal teen would. No TV, no electronics, until you can do better. Alex's brothers described their parents as very strict and extremely controlling but only due to the fact that they were scared of losing their kids to the unknown, as most parents are nowadays. Alex was the only child still living at home with his parents. Both Nick and Jonathan had moved out because of how strict their parents were. I mean, it seemed like your average home. Follow the rules, behave, and all should be well. Well, not quite. In April 2008, there was one incident where Alex called a 911 to report his father was abusing him. 
He told the deputy that his dad hit him over the head multiple times after he drank a can of soda without permission. Wow. But the deputy just tagged the case as, quote, legal advice 30 minutes later. When reporters later asked Jonathan about this incident, Jonathan said he was never even aware of it. And he wanted to make it very clear that his parents were never abusive. The morning of December 9th, Alex didn't go to school because he told his parents he was sick. Numerous reports online say that there was an argument between Alex and his parents, but you guys heard in the 911 call that Alex said there was no argument. The rifle, a Marin 336, that Alex used to shoot both his parents belonged to Thomas. Thomas always kept the gun loaded and hidden in the master bathroom of the home. A neighbor of the Crane family stated that a couple months prior to this tragic event, Thomas was trying to sell her the gun for $600. When police arrived to the Crane home, Alex walked down the driveway with his hands up. He was placed in handcuffs and in the back of the police car. While in the back of that police car, Alex became totally hysterical. Video footage shows Alex crying, rocking back and forth, and then banging his head, saying, quote, I'm sorry, I didn't even mean to hurt them, end quote. Alex was charged with two counts of manslaughter. Despite his age and numerous efforts by his attorney, Brian Bieber, Alex was charged as an adult and not a juvenile. In Florida, any child that commits a crime under the age of 18 The crimes are usually handled in juvenile court, but depending on the offense and reasoning for the offense, the prosecutor can request a transfer to adult court. Alex underwent numerous psychological evaluations due to his age, but he was declared competent. Alex and his attorney Brian accepted a plea deal where Alex pleaded guilty to two counts of manslaughter and was sentenced with 20 years. As of right now, he is currently serving his time at the Zoto Correctional Institution in Arcadia, Florida. He's scheduled to be released in October of 2028. Although this tragic event happened to the Crane family, they have remained supportive of Alex. His grandmother Nancy would visit him at least twice a week. When asked by reporters why does she support him, she simply says it's what her daughter would have wanted her to do. Quote, I'm concentrating on him, and when it's all over, I'll mourn for her. I'm curious to know what will happen with Alex when he is released. It's honestly not too far from now. In a couple years, he will be out. That's October of 2028. So I will definitely update you guys when it comes closer to his release time. If you guys want to see images, you can follow me on Instagram at KillerKids with a Z. Thank you guys for listening. That was the case of Alexander Crane, the 14-year-old who shot and killed both of his parents.
This week's missing children are both Madeline and Robert Thomas from Orlando, Florida. They have been missing since October 26, 2020. Now Madeline would have been two years old and Robert would have been three. They were last seen with their mother Juanita Walker in Orlando, Florida. If I have any listeners tuning in from Orlando, if you guys know any information, anything that could help, you can contact 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. Thank you. Tune in next week, you guys, as we discuss the murder of Noema Graber, the 66-year-old Spanish teacher who was killed by two of her students. Thank you for listening. Be well.